0: Welcome, 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 welcome back to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Wednesday to you. It's Wednesday, September the 15th. Today's Locked On 76ers podcast is brought to you by Wednesdays on Locked On NBA. It's small market meets big market. Wednesday on Locked On NBA podcast. Join Jake Madison of Locked On Pelicans and John Corrales of Locked On Celtics for a look at the NBA week from all angles. Follow the Locked On NBA podcast today on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Today I want to ask a question. Two questions. Well, the, the first segment I want to talk about John Wall, And the second one I want to do a little bit of talking about Carmelo Anthony. And then, you know, the third segment, you know, you know how I do sometimes. You know, during the season, anything that comes to to my head, I'll just, you know, talk about that. But, you know, the thing about John Wall is it was reported yesterday. um, uh, My man, Tim McMahon, and other reporters uh, reported uh, that the Houston Rockets and John Wall have agreed to work together in an attempt to find a trade destination for the veteran point guard, right? Um, right now, the Rockets are committed to Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green as a starting backcourt. So you need, all that is good, but then when you look at John Wall, it sounds good rather, but when you look at John Wall, you know, John Wall's a guy, a three-time All-Star. He's 31 years old, right? Um, he's not expected to play, of course, because they're committed to these two guys. But John Wall is due $91.7 million over the next two seasons, including a player option for $47.4 million for the 2022-23 season, right? So, now, when we talk about the whole Ben Simmons situation, the Sixers say they want a guy, all-star type player. Well, John Wall was a five time All Star from 2013 14 up to 2017 18 season, right? 2019 20, he did not play because of left heels, Achilles, and the affection injury, right? Then he was traded last year to the Houston Rockets, where he averaged 20.6 points, right? That was the third highest of his. Uh, third-highest points that he's averaged in his career. Like, his high was 2016-17 season, 23.1. Then his last season in Washington, 2018-19 season, he averaged 20.7. And last year, he averaged 20.6. Now, the one thing I will say, a 2018-19 season, he only played in 32 games. You know, last year, he played in only 40 games, right, Um, his career average, though, is 19 points, Um, his his assists uh, for a career of 4.3 last year, 4.3 last year, he averaged 3.2, right, you know, so when you look at it, you know, he was the first overall pick in 2010, all right, he made the all-rookie team, you know, all that type of stuff, right, that year. He was uh, uh, a 2014-15 All-Defense. So he checks all the boxes, you think, right? But are the Sixers willing to take on that salary? And a guy who has injury problems. And that's a lot of salary. I mean, that's like Al Horford-type salary pitch you back. Now, again, the thing is, Houston is a team that wants to get rid of this guy. And some people are saying that in order to get rid of him, they may have to give up some draft choices. Well, Houston doesn't appear willing to give up draft choices to get rid of him. So there are some people or they don't want to give up draft choices. So there are some people who are saying that, You know, John's probably going to have to stay. John doesn't want to take a buyout. He wants to get his money, right? So this is something that the Sixers got to think long and hard about. And because, just face it, in order to make that work, you know, for his salary and then um, Ben Simmons, you probably would have to add another player, you know. So it's like you're giving up a lot for this guy, maybe. You know what I mean? Even though you're going to get, like, a draft pick, some draft picks, you know, it just seems like you're giving up a lot. Now, there there is a couple scenarios where, you know, CBS Sports is saying, like, they, the Sixers could get John Wall a first-round pick and a first-round pick from Sacramento and kind of like a three-team deal if they want to work that out, right? Houston would receive Buddy Hill and Marvin Bagley. Sacramento would get Ben Simmons, right? But – you know, the, the thing is, are the Sixers willing to do that? Now, thing about, it seems like that will work out pretty well, but my thing is, are the Sixers going to be committed to that salary, you know? Now, the one thing you can say is, okay, you pay him. He's on the books for a couple years. But at the same time, it, it's one of those things where uh, the 76ers, uh they get off the books, so to speak. Like, they're on the books for Ben for another four. John would be two, right? So that that's something to really think about, man. I mean, and I keep going back and forth because that's a lot of money, and he's coming off of, like, you know, he, he looked good last year, but he's had his injuries, you know. Um, I'm pretty sure he would be motivated to come back in the Eastern Conference you know, especially close to DC. But uh, you know, the one thing is, you know, he won it out of Washington. Um, they won it out of out of Houston now, and you know, it's, it's a little tough when you got guys and they just want to get out all the time. But you know, I'm a John Wall fan. I have been. Um, so you, it's something to pay close attention to, right? It's something to pay close attention. You know, I want to talk to you guys about DirecTV right about now. Take a couple moments to talk about it. You know, does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you got your neighbors, best friends logging for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you a simpler, a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings you live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports movies and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. And you can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible devices required. Content varies by package. Now, as I said in in the second segment, I wanted to talk a little bit about Carmelo Anthony. Um, you know, Carmelo Carmelo signed with the uh He signed with the the LA Lakers this season free agency. And I remember a couple years ago, I'm, I well, I am saying I remember, I wrote the story. But a couple of years ago, I I had a piece out where I felt like a guy like Carmelo Anthony and uh, and um, Jamal Crawford would have been great additions for the Sixers. You know, when the Sixers, you know, when it became Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons' team, you know, they were young stars. I felt like the team needed some veteran leadership to help nurture these young guys, take that next step, next level. Um, the Sixers didn't go after either one of those guys, and, you know, it, it is what it is. Right now, you look at Carmelo. Carmelo is, what, 37, I believe? He's 37 years old, and like, like I said, he's going to play with the Lakers. He signed a, I believe it was a one-year deal with the Lakers. Yeah, and uh, it came out yesterday that one of the teams who were interested in him were the Sixers, right? And... um you look at it and you say to yourself, oh, 37, you know, I understand why he's going to the Lakers, he's chasing the championship, but would he have been able to help the Sixers, like, even though, like, he's 37, like, what can Melo do, like, he's 37, what can he do, you know, and, and I keep going back and forth on this one, like, I, I really am, like, hmm, I mean, I, here's the thing about Melo, I think that in the perfect role, Melo is still An elite player. I mean, I'm serious. Like, last year, you look at it. You know, he played in 69 of 72 games. 69 of 72 games. That's what the season was. He played in 69 of 72. He started three times. And he shot 40.9% from three. Right? 40.9% from three. That was his... Basically, that was his second best 40.9%, not 40. six, four 40.9% from three. That was the second best shooting percentage of his career, right, of his career. Now, we're talking about a guy like Mello who is a 10-time All-Star, a six-time All-NBA selection. He's been in the league for 18 years, and last year, he shot 40.9 the second best of his career his best of his career was when he shot 42.4 um during the 2010-11 season with the New York Knicks now mind, mind you he did that in 27 games with the Knicks that's the year when he was traded to the uh to the Knicks from the Denver Nuggets so he shot that in 20 42, excuse me, he shot that in 27 games. So when I look at Mello, I'm saying to myself, like, yeah, he would have been a good addition. I mean, because, and what I mean by that is, like, you look at a guy like Mello, and you say, okay, we need somebody to come off the bench. We need somebody to be a leader. You know, kind of like how Dwight Howard was, kind of like how Danny Green is. But we're talking about like more like the white, like coming off the bench. Now again, is he gonna shut you down defensively? No. But I think that his basketball IQ goes without saying. I think that his ability in big games and his presence goes without saying. And he could come in and just give you buckets. But you know, I have to be real with you. You know, you can't fault him for choosing the Lakers over the Sixers. Right? I mean, he and LeBron James are very good friends. This guy is chasing a title right now. It's, no one knows what the Sixers roster is going to look like. You know? Um, so, to me, you know, you can't fault the guy. But at the same time, you know, when you think about it, some people might say, man, he's 37. We don't need a 37 year old. But at the same time, you got to realize these players, you got guys now (laughs) like Kyle Lowry getting paid at 35, 36. You know what I mean? Guys are getting paid. It's like, you know, it's not like the 37 from back in the day where you say, oh, man, he's just going to be sitting in his rocking chair. Like, you know, he at the end of the bench talking, yeah, coach, tell him do this. Nah, like guys take care of their bodies. You know, guys work out, train all the time. And, and you know, Melo was a guy, let's face it, who, uh, you know, who missed some time. I mean, there was times when he wasn't playing. Like, people didn't know if he, there was a time he didn't know if he was coming back. You know, and then he ends up and goes to, you know, OKC and, and, and all that. So, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, Melo is Melo. Like, you know, he goes to Houston. He plays in 10 games. And that's it. He doesn't play as he's. Then, then the next year he ends up going um, to Portland. So you know what I mean. So it, it, it's one of those things where you look at it and you say, okay, yeah, he's thirty-seven, but he is he, in good shape. He's, he, uh, he's taking care of, taking care of his body. Um, it, it's going to work out for him at the Lakers. Now again, they got an old squad though, older squad. But I'm here to tell you. I think that, and I think I've said this on this podcast before, and I know I've said it on other people's, this isn't going to be the type of team that we're going to say, oh, man, they're challenging for a regular season record. Nah, they're trying to keep people healthy, and then when the playoffs come, they're going to try to dominate there. And I think they can because when you look at it, yes, they have a lot of the over-30 squad, but they have a lot of, quality veterans, and they're look, these guys are former All-Stars who are now playing roles as role players, right? LeBron is LeBron, man. You know, LeBron is like, you know, arguably the greatest player to ever play the game. I think it's personally, I think it's Jordan. And then I think it's Will after that, right? That's me. That's my opinion. But LeBron is in that category, and he's getting older, but the LeBron is LeBron. But then you have AD, and then you have some couple other young guys in the mix with these quality veterans. So that's where I come with, and I say, like, you know, I think the Lakers are going to be pretty good this season. I do. And I think, you know, Melo's going to contribute greatly to that. Well, Russ is Russ, you know. Now let's talk about Bilt Bar. I mean, you guys know me. You know how much I love Bilt Bar, right? I mean, Built Bar is like, the protein bar, chocolate candy bar, the flavors of chocolate, cherry, raspberry, mint, brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange cookie and creams, and German chocolate, right? Don't ask me my favorite flavor, cause I always have a different one depending on the day. Right? But it's healthy. See the here this is how healthy? 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180. Only 4 to 5 grams of sugar. And only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors. All tasty. All healthy. You know what I mean? So I ask, uh, I'm asking you guys to order it today. Why? Because did you know that Built Bar was the official protein bar of the USA track and field team? At the Olympics? <laughs> Come on now. Now look. Go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15. Right? And you'll receive 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Uh messed up. For 15% off at Built.com. Built.com. Do it today, people. Do it today. And when you're done with that, you got to go to bed online, right? You have to. It's a must. I mean, I'm not even a gambling person, and, I'm, and I know that that's something that you have to do, right? Why? Because we're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back to start another football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, AG continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit. Just for signing up, don't forget to use promo code MFNFL100. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way, um, all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook expert. Use the promo code LOCKNORN. I'm telling you. Do it today, people. Do it today. You um, know, like we talked about, like the last couple of days, I talked about Tobias. I talked about Seth. I talked about Furcon. So, Seth Curry, shooting guard, six of people who are not familiar with the team. Furcon, Cork um, like a reserve wing. Um, comes off the bench, sharpshooter. Look more athletic than people give him uh, credit for. Tobias Harris, a, a power forward, um, you know, who, who's like a fringe all star, so to speak, on that level. Um, you know, the thing is, I want to talk about Shake Milton today, just for a little bit, before we let you guys go. You know, Shake, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what Shake can do. You know, like, in the in the regular season, people forget, like, Shake was that guy coming off the bench. Doc had a lot of faith in him, gave him a lot of leeway. He came in. He did a lot of things. Um, he scored some points. Now, he had some games where he struggled. But for the most part, you know, he, he, he fulfilled his role. You know, now, again, is he, like, Doc has always had success with six men. You know, like Lou Will, Jamal Crawford. You know, is Shake in that category yet? No, no, he's not. No, but the thing is, the thing about Shake is, it's like you gotta fit him in the right spot, put him in the right spot, and he struggled a little bit, in, you know, late in the season. But let's face it, let's face it. You know, the Sixers got a huge win in Game Two of the uh, Eastern Conference semifinal series against the Atlanta Hawks because of Shake Milton, All right? Shake came in, was cold, basically, and put on a show. Uh, Maxie was struggling. Other people were struggling. Shake came in and put on a show. To me, you do, I think for Shake to, to, to make that next level, I think he has to work a little bit more on his handle, right? Because teams try to trap and try to get the ball out of his hands, try to force him to make other decisions, and bad decisions, rather. And I also think that he'll need to um, be able to survey the field more. You know, Shake is a guy, and there's none. He comes in, he gets buckets. He excels in that. But there have been some times in the past where guys are wide open and Shake is looking for a shot. You know, so my thing, those are the two things he has to do to take that step forward. Now, can he do it? I think he can. Will he have to do it? I think he will because you know right now you got a guy like Maxie who is playing well, who works so hard and stuff like that. But the one thing I will say in Sha- about Shake is, I felt like before he never really knew what his role was, you know. And and I know some people like, what are you talking about? Well, what I'm saying is, you know, when he when when a couple two seasons ago when he started in those games when Ben was hurt and Joel was out and stuff like that, he knew he was out there to get buckets. And he excelled. He got buckets. But then all of a sudden, when Ben and him came back, his role was to be a distributor, to set teammates up. He did hit one huge shot in the bubble. But for the most part, I think he struggled in that role, right? Last year, he had a better idea what the Sixers want him to do under Doc. He knew what he wanted to do. So here we go. You have a season of knowing what your role is. You do that. You have an off season. You can work on things. And I think mentally he'll be better prepared for that, you know. So, you know, it's going to be exciting to see what he can do as well. But, um, hey, exciting to see if he's still going to be on the roster. Same as with Matisse, same as with uh, Maxie, you know. You know, if, if if Ben once Ben is traded, so we'll see. But everything, everything is going to um, work out, I guess, for Shea. And he's another guy, like I said, I'm looking forward to. Right now, in conclusion, I want to talk about locked-on bets, betting on the. Locked on 76ers doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and the Lee Sterling lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts. I'm telling y'all, go check it out today. Make sure that you know everything works out. Um, you you see what you want. You know, take your time, do everything, and you'll be happy. Just listen though. Just listen to them. They have they have all the info that you need. Hey, I want to thank y'all for listening. I want y'all to have a great day, a blessed day. And just be safe out there. Peace.